Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Host Bernice Alexander Bennett and Renata Yarborough Sanders will share tips on coping with schooling kids at home. Well, are you finding yourself frustrated or unsure about suddenly having to teach your children at home? Renata is a retired educator, she's also a genealogist but she has remained a certified as an early childhood educator, and she continues to engage with her district students as a part-time reading teacher, a screener for Title I preschool program, and by offering private tutoring sessions. So let me give a warm welcome to Renata. Hi, Renata. Hi, Bernice. How are you today? Just fine, and I am just thinking about the parents. So how should yes. parents structure the day with their children? Well, Bernice, I think the most important thing is for parents to realize the importance of routines for their children. Uh, even though they are not at school, they are used to having a daily routine, uh, so it's important for them to still get up and dress in the morning and have breakfast, and just for the parents and the children together to come up with a schedule that works for them with chunks of school time throughout the day. Um, But what I wanted to impress upon parents is that school is a seven-hour day for most children. And when you are working with your child at home under these um, circumstances that we're in right now, I would not recommend that you have a seven-hour school day. It's important to realize that while your children are at school, they are not in instructional time for that entire seven hours. They have breakfast, lunch, they have mandated recess time, and in most um, areas, we have resource classes that they go to for 
anywhere from maybe 35 to 50 minutes. So that takes them out of the um, out of their instructional main instructional classrooms. So keep that in mind, parents, and um, just kind of make little pockets of the day for what's going to be your formal instructional time, but it doesn't need to match the hours that your child is in school, that your children are in school. Um, I also want to encourage the parents to involve your children in coming up with this, what your daily schedule is going to be, and also to be sure that you incorporate just a little bit of quiet time or alone time (laughs) for everybody just to kind of get those little breaks from each other. Um, Most of what I'm going to be talking about today is more applicable to children in pre-K through fifth grade, but um, it can be, it can also be applied in some cases with our secondary students. So how do parents know what to teach? And what if the skills are too hard or their children are not cooperating? (laughs) I can tell parents they can probably expect that to happen. Um, (laughs) I really um, encourage parents to check their schools, the websites from their child's school. And if you have children in different schools, check the website for each school Um, as well as their district website and their State Department of Education website. All of those sites have put out information for how this COVID experience uh, should and could be handled for the children in their jurisdiction. And not only are they putting out that kind of information, but at least the experience I'm having with the – my my local and school and state uh, sites all have suggested activities. They have curriculum-based uh, resources, web links, uh, games for the children to play that support the particular learning that they're doing. So I would start right there with those particular websites. You can also Google phrases like teaching at home or homeschooling during COVID-19 or free teaching resources for whatever grade your child is in, and you will get a plethora of resources to support you during this time. Um, as far as the particular subjects, again, be let your school lead you. I think every school system everywhere has put out packets or web learning for the students to follow. But I want to let parents know that in most cases, this is mostly going to be practice of skills that have been already taught, especially at the elementary school level. Now, that may not be true for secondary schools, for middle and high school, because those students are at an age where they can do a better job with independent learning. But in the elementary schools, when we first got started with this, nobody knew that they might not be coming back to school for the rest of the year. So that is the case in Virginia and Kansas. I know other systems are out until late April. Others have put a May date out. But the teachers nor the administrators at that time, no one knew that it was going to be that long. So they mostly are doing practice. 
Um, what's important is for your children to read every single day. Uh, even the best readers need to continue to practice. They need to have some time for independent reading if they're second grade and up, which means just reading on their own. But then they also, all elementary school students should be having a little time where they read to their parents and their parents can check their comprehension with the five W's and an H. And Bernice, that's who, what, where, when, and how. And that how should also include asking the child, how do you know? Because these days, kids need to be able to justify from the text the reasons that their, that their answers are what they are. So that's what reading is for kids right now, just, you know, practicing, 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 and then being able to show that you understand what you read. They need to write something every day. They could be journaling. They could write letters. They could write to their grandparents. They could send emails. Um, smaller children practice those letters, those numbers, how to recognize them. Uh, they can write how-tos. They can do recipes. Um, let your children's writing guide you. If you're not sure what they need help with, look at their writing and see what. how are they doing with punctuation and capitalization and spelling and things like that. And that can help you come up with new lessons for them if there are any gaps or if, like, uh, I checked on one of the children that I tutored yesterday and they've already done the whole packet that was given to them. So if you're looking for something else, then let their writing guide you. And I know I've heard a lot of parents talking about the math. This is where you can find so much support online. Um, the, the, if the children are having trouble with either a previously learned skill or something new that the teacher has asked them to do, there are tons of online games. The Khan Academy videos, that's K-A-H-N, are absolutely wonderful for guiding students through all of the math skills. Um, but mostly, inject those math lessons into your daily life. Let your children help with cooking. Talk about the measurements that you're using or following instructions from a recipe. Um, measure things around the house and help them, let them go with you if you have to go to the grocery store and let them read the prices and help with the budget for the shopping. Just real life. There's math all day long in real life. And the last subject areas are our content areas, which are science and social studies. And this is a really great time to teach your child anything that's nonfiction. So, of course, you want to check their curriculum to find out what they would have been learning in school. And you do want to make sure they have reading materials or they go online and watch videos about those particular subjects. But you can also incorporate learning about this coronavirus, um, learning about things that happened in history. And I have to put a little plug in for teaching your children a little bit of their family history and teaching them to be little genealogists. Let them call and interview grandma and record that uh, phone call. And Ancestry.com has put out a wonderful curriculum for children to learn to do genealogy during this time, and it is free for everyone. Um, the last little thing I wanted to mention, and this kind of goes back to the structure question, 
is make sure that your kids have some chores at this time that they do because in elementary school, all children have classroom jobs. They are used to being responsible for helping to maintain the environment that they're spending seven hours a day in. So work with your children to come up with a little job list that they do to help keep the environment at home a good one for learning. Wow. You have really given the parents just all kinds of tips and ideas. And, I mean, just a shout-out to the teachers and to the parents. I know this is Mm -hmm. probably the most difficult time for them because they just have gotten accustomed to getting that kid ready to go to school. And now Mm -hmm. that kid is home, and the parent is also home. And so Mm -hmm. they probably have to carve out some space just so that the parent could do some work, but also make Mm -hmm. sure that the kids are are doing okay and coping well. And I think one of the things that parents probably need to think about is how they're reacting to this virus and how they are managing their own stress. And so if there's... Yeah, anything, you know, that you could think of that parents should do, could do, I think you shared a lot. Thank you so much. Any parting words before we close out today? Um, Yes, you know, I want to encourage parents to seek support during this time. Um, Maybe join a support group or create a support group over social media with parents from your child's school or parents who have children the same age, please remember that Google is your friend. Whatever you need, you can find it through the Internet. So just Google your needs. And mostly just remember that this time that you're spending with your child during these really unusual circumstances is precious time. Your children are going to remember how it felt to be at home with you. It's not the school lessons that are going to matter the most, but it's that time that you have with your children and what you make of it. So try to make it fun, um, try to make it engaging, and try to make sure that your children understand that whatever you're doing for them and with them right now is because you love them. And give yourself a break. Don't be so hard on yourselves about the teaching because I am sure that every school system will adjust for this when we do return to school, even with, even in cases where it's going to be next year. So just um, just relax a little bit and do what you feel is best for your child. Well, thank you so much, Renata Yarborough-Sanders. I'll talk to you maybe Another time, so we can continue this discussion. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for having me.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.